Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started, we want to thank our newest Patreon supporters. Thank you, Anna, Caitlin, and Wendy. We really, really appreciate you helping us out. If you want to check out the cool rewards we have on Patreon, there are all kinds of things from getting free goodies in the mail, to hanging out with us online, to getting a shout out on the podcast and in the magazine. So head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek to check it out. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is great for people like me who are very, very bad at reading, but are very good at listening to things. We recommend so many cool books on the website, like Geekarella by Ashley Poston. And if you don't have time to read like me, you can listen with Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. That's audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Today, and I'm here with like one of the leaders of nerdy fashion, Katherine Elhofer. Hi. Hi, and I'm so lucky to have you too because you just had a baby. So thank you yeah. for squeezing in time <laughs> to chat. Not a problem. She naps a lot. That's the best. Yeah. That is the best. We were like starting to talk before we hit record and then <laughs> realized we should just record because I want to know like how the hell are you still doing everything you're doing? Well, okay. First, I guess, explain your company if somehow anyone hasn't heard of Elhoffer Design right. so that they know what we're talking about. <laughs> so um, I have a clothing company that does uh, specializes in sweaters as well as cut and sew, which is like you know, dresses, um, all inspired by geek pop culture. So like where you do printing on tanks and other amazing stuff, I make all that from scratch. And then if I need to print, which I generally don't, I would then print on it. Um, it's a lot harder because you have to deal with a lot of other elements, but, um, I make everything in Los Angeles. I make all of my apparel in Los Angeles. My, I have like five pins and they are on, um, they're made in China, I think. There's no one makes those in America. So (laughs) had someone actually email me a vendor that is based in in America for, yeah. And I was going to find out, but I was like, uh, tired. Never mind. Yeah, like totally. (laughs) For me, I'm like, I don't sell nearly enough pins to justify making more and much less making them here. So yeah, I hear that game. It's, I think that's so awesome though. Like, There is not, so on top of there not being like a ton of nerdy fashion, even though we're getting more of it, there is almost nothing that's like custom and you build everything like from, like, I love when you post, um, like sketches and stuff because you literally just make it from a sketch and then a pattern and then it's real and it's so cool. By doing full custom. So like I started, um, I worked at, I've worked at her university and at We Love Fine. And then when We Love Fine fired me years ago now, um, I just started making custom things for friends and then for like, for like random strangers on the internet that found me on Instagram. So I would take commissions and then I was like, wait, this stuff is not that complex. I had a couple pieces that people kept ordering and I was like, let me actually get this, get a factory to make this because I used to do production at We Love Fine. So let me do this again and so that's how this started and then now it's like yeah let me just keep doing this because oh my god why 
why are we not, why don't we have cool stuff like this? Well, so, and that changed everything. Cause I remember I saw your stuff when it was custom and it was like the right price for custom, but lots of people can't afford that or afford yeah. much of it. So now it's like, I mean, yeah. now I think I have like 25 of your things. <laughs> so <laughs> it really changed everything. Yeah. Well, like I was physically cutting and sewing everything. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to charge an arm and a leg. Cause I have to physically do all this. You should absolutely. I'm like measuring to specific bodies, but now yeah. you can do you know, yeah. you can have shows and you can have be at cons and like it's, actually sell. It's mass so made, oh, mini mass made, it's mass made. So it's like, I don't ha- I can charge a lot less. Like I, cause now Absolutely. and that's pr- really allowed me to grow my business as well. Like as did like having the baby inspired me because you were asking me before, like, how do I do all this? Like, yeah. so like, you know, you're going to have a kid at least a few months ahead of time, right. <laughs> knew, like eight, nine months ahead of time. Cause I've been, we were trying for so long that we knew right away. So it wasn't one of those accidental, like, Ooh, we're five months pregnant. We didn't know. That's so, actually yeah. really nice. <laughs> yeah, actually knew for quite some time. And my husband was like, you are going to drive yourself crazy. He's like, we've tried so hard to have this baby. You don't want to like stress yourself out with your job and like have yeah. a pregnancy. So I started searching and I already had, I had brought in a friend of mine, Christina, who you have met many times. I love Christina. She's, and it, you will, you will recognize her from, um, like Instagram and on your website and stuff. She's everywhere. On my site. Um, she worked her way into like being my fit model. Cause like I used another friend of ours, but Christina's like at my house all the time. So I was like, well, yeah, let's just make you the fit model now. And, um, and she's like a solid medium. And she then was like, actually, let me just work for you. Like, let me help you with these other things. Let me help you your conventions. Like, so she's like always, cause she's a total Hufflepuff. She's always helping. And then it's like, well, let me pay you for helping right. me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> let's make it official. <laughs> yeah. So Christina was already with me. And then, um, but I was like, I really need somebody that can like ship my stuff because my, I have a new setup where we have a studio in the back of our, of our lot of our house. And that's where my office is. And on top is where all of the stock is. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going up and down stairs, which isn't a problem, but as I'm getting more pregnant and as I'm yeah. <laughs> carrying a baby, it's going to be less fun. So, um, I kind of put a call out on, on my social, of my personal social, like, Hey, does anyone I know, like, is there anyone around that lives around me in LA because I don't want someone driving from like Anaheim up to LA. To yeah, that's the nightmare. Trash. Exactly. And I was like, is there anyone around me that like would be down for like three or four hours a day max? Like it's a short day coming in and shipping stuff. It's probably not every day too. So it's not a consistent job, but like, is there anyone that would do this? And I had a, a bunch of people message me, but I found one that's a mutual friend of our, of mine, she's a friend as well, but a mutual of ours, um, works with her as well. Jess, who's now like on my site and she's now full-time with me. Um, she was like, yeah, I'd love to come over a few hours before I go to my regular job. And my, my regular job is just down the street from you. And I was like, perfect. Cause I'm all about so perfect. Beautiful. She ended up leaving that job and then was like, can I go full-time with you? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, That's so just, awesome. Her full-time job was sewing for this, for this friend. And and so I was like, well, we're actually working right now on possibly bringing back some like some version of custom made stuff because she's a phenomenal seamstress. And I was like, well, I already have like my wrap dress pattern is like a staple piece. We have the pattern. We know it. But what if somebody really does want the skirt to be three inches longer or wants the skirt to be five inches shorter or oh, wants, yeah. or wants it in certain colors? Like we can we can get the colors. We just need to cut and sew it. I was like, let me just put all that onto Jess. And that way we can kind of go back to like a mini custom. So it's not going to be like it was when I first started where like, if you really wanted like a kingdom hearts dress, you'd be like, yeah, I want a kingdom hearts dress based on this version of Sora. And I'd be like, okay, here's a sketch. Is that good? Yeah, it's perfect. Make it. Okay, cool. Like that's not going to happen. Cause that's like insanity. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if you're like, Hey, I really love 
fit like the new, like I just released my core dress. Like I really love the dress, but I want it in like purple and black. I'd be like, okay, let me go find it. See if I can find that fabric. If I can find it, let me throw it at Jess and see how long it would take her to make. And then we will give you a quote. So we can kind of do some like customizations of the pieces. That's so awesome. So I, so I got her, um, which was amazing. And then I was courting for a while, this one chick that I adore and she's now with me, Vanessa. Um, and I worked with her at my old job and she had left the job since then. And as had I, and so uh, she had reached out to me actually, um, back in like July, August last year and was like, Hey, do you know any fashion recruiters? And I was like, yeah, here's the one that I worked with, but why do you want a fashion recruiter? And she was like, Oh, I, I want to like leave my job. And I was like, actually just come talk to me. (laughs) This is perfect timing. (laughs) Timing ever. And so she literally started with me, um, tech uh, officially a week after I had my baby, but was, was working on st- like, like working on learning some of our stuff about a month beforehand. So like I sent her over like an, a, um, a job offer and like all that. And so she was like getting things moving, but then I was like, yeah, can you give me like a week? And then we can get I just have to give birth real quick. <laughs> but that honestly seems like how you did it from, I mean, from you know, there's always behind the scenes, but yeah, it's like, Oh, nothing slowed down at all. It just, yeah, cause I'm going. I mean, I literally texted Christina as I'm going to the hospital. I was like, Hey, you're taking over social media. This is happening. It's <laughs> starting right now. <laughs> I want to go to the hospital. And I was like, no, you need to do social media. <laughs> and up right before that, Christina had taken over customer service. Cause I like, I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be down. I don't want to be down and then suddenly have customer service things to have to handle. Like it gets really confusing as I'm sure you deal with where it's like, if people want to return or exchange, if, if you're the only one doing it, then you're the only one that knows about it. So yeah, plus that's the worst thing to do if you're trying not to be stressed. Like okay. <laughs> get rid of that first. <laughs> like I did that a few months beforehand. I was like, Christina, I need you to take this on. And she was looking for more hours. She was like, yes, please. So Perfect. it's kind of always, it's been this like really nice, like people that are really good at certain things are taking on those things that they're good at without having, like, I'm not asking something of someone that they can't do. Um, or that's can't, the like, best. Oh, it's, it's, I, it is like the best synergy right now happening in our studio. So, um, so I had these people that I had Vanessa start in and like, so yeah, so Christina took over a bunch of stuff and, and the week I was down was pretty easy in terms of like everyone, everyone. Also, this is crazy. Months. You were only not working for one week. Oh, you're funny. You think that even that <laughs> like, it's normally like, you know, in my three month maternity leave, you're like the one week when I was actively giving birth and then the came one, right back. <laughs> yeah, I was in the hospital. Nobody bothered me. But then, <laughs> well, cause I work, like, I mean, my bedroom is probably 20 feet from my office yeah. like, studio where everyone comes in and out of. So even like, I, like the, the best was the day we got, the day after we got back from the hospital, the baby's three days old. Um, I, my mom was here th- helping us and she was on the sofa with baby for a hot second. And then we had a knock on the door and I was like, Oh, that's weird. It's like 7am, 8am. Why is someone here? So I go out in my robe, like not I was <laughs> just wearing a robe, which I lived in and still live in. And, um, and it's this delivery truck guy. And he's like, yeah, I'm here to deliver the fabric. And I was like, what do you mean the deliver the what? fabric? I had this, I, I think I gave birth on a Sunday on Friday. I had ordered some fabric and I had said, yeah, deliver it to my cutting services. They're like in like downtown LA. Oh and I, I had CC'd my factory on it. I was like, my factory will, will pass you the address. Cause they're constantly changing cutting services, whatever. And he's like, and so I'm like, I'm having to, uh, 
first of all, I get into like business mode. I was like, well, first of all, I never approved any fabric to be delivered. I just requested it, but you're supposed to send me like a PO and I'm supposed to approve it. That was never approved. Second, not this address, dummy. (laughs) Third, I just got back from the hospital. (laughs) And the guy started giving me crap. He's like, well, that's what they said. Like, I'm just, I drop it off. And I was like, no, we're calling your boss. So I called the company. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? They're like, well, you didn't CC the sales email. And I go, oh, you mean sales at, and I gave their address like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's on that email. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with someone who just had a baby. First of all, <laughs> like ever, but like, Yo, yeah, 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 ever, but <laughs> I see my shit. What are you talking about? So, um, so I like, I read the emails like, Oh, Oh yeah, we did get, okay. Okay. Like pass this to the driver and they, on speaker, they're like, okay, come back. We'll, we'll deliver to the cutting service tomorrow. And I was like, cool. Thanks. Bye. Like, so oh no, on three of her life, I was still doing work, but <laughs> it, that's nothing. That was like, that's just a fun anecdote. <laughs> like, You're fully back at work now. Like, Oh yeah. Like, well, in, 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 as much as anyone can be when like, you've always worked from home and you still work from home. Yeah. True. Still like, I mean, I tell the team, I was like, I pretty much go out to my office for like an hour or two. And then I come back inside and I'm like starting at like 12, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in the house if you need me. Like, and I'll like be drawing on my sofa or sending out emails or like we have, we use like Trello and Slack to keep updated on everything. So like I'll, I'll chat on like the, on the company Trello, we have a couple different Trello boards, like on our, on our knitwear one. I'm like, okay, here's all the updates that I want for knitwear. Like here's all the things that we need to do. And, and Vanessa, can you make sure that all this stuff is going on? Or she'll come in and talk to me. I'm like, yeah, like this, uh, the, the, the sweater company is asking, you know, if they can get these different pieces, like what did you want for what label, what color label did you want for, you know, this sweater? So we communicate a lot. Like I have found the best way to keep this team moving properly is not only having great people, which I have, but communication. It's how can we find the team, like the best way for the team to communicate properly. So we use both Slack and Trello for that, which is amazing and a lifesaver. That's great too, because you never really, I mean, some people are like very secretive about it, but even if they're not, you don't really see behind the scenes in people's businesses unless you work there. So thanks for, thanks for sharing your tools. Cause that's huge. And especially for people who are just getting started, like you do so much trial and error and it, waste yeah. so much time well, <laughs> so for me even when I was doing custom I was I still had a Trello board for my custom stuff so I would keep organized like what's what are the incoming designs that people are asking for you know what's on the cutting what's gonna what needs to be cut in the next week who has paid who hasn't like it's such an organization is everything for everyone whether you have a business or not like yeah. I'm like we watched that tidying up Netflix show but like even that is <laughs> Totally. Um, so what is your day to day like now? Because now that you have like, obviously, you were doing everything before and now that you have people like, what do you do? So now for me, I pretty much like when I I mean, I'm up at like 2am for feedings. So it's like, I, I tend to check, I'll check my sales, I'll check I don't check emails now, but I'll check like our Slack to see if anyone has any questions coming up for like, what are they going to do today? Most of my team is able to like, well, everyone's able to figure out for their own, for themselves, what to, how to fill their day. So like Jess will come in and on certain days she ships first and then she'll start like working on sewing some stuff up. Um, she, right now we're working on like leg warmers. Cause we're like, we have so much damaged fabric, but we, oh, yeah. messes or anything, but like, how can we, we don't want to throw it away. It's, it's still good. So we're like, we make gloves and now she's like, Hey, let's do leg warmers. And I was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Make it. Sure. Do it. That's <laughs> like, awesome. 
So she's doing that. Like I check in with them. Like when she comes in at like eight or nine, I'll like swing to the back and like make sure she's good. See if she needs anything, like make sure the studio isn't frozen. Cause it's really cold in LA right now. Um, weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Um, I don't like it at all, but I'll check in with her. And then Vanessa trickles in a few hours later. Cause my big thing with my team is I don't want anyone sitting in traffic. So I told Vanessa, I was like, when you work with me, I was like, if you want to come in like at normal hours, you can, you can also make your own hours. So long as you're not here at like midnight. Um, yeah. And don't like, do rush hour. That's so yeah. smart. Rush hour is awful. I was like, you can sit in rush hour traffic for almost two hours, or you can wait an hour and come in a little bit later. That'd be like clutch. And so she's like, yeah, that's one of the selling points to like working for you. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm a fairly chill boss. Cause I'm like, I just want you to do your jobs and, and like be efficient. Like don't waste your time and don't waste my time. And that's something great about online too, because like things have to be done at a certain time, but it's usually not like at this specific window of the day, you have to do this. It's like, as long as you get it done, get it done. And with our, we only have a couple factories that we work with and they're all local. So I'm like, it's not like any, it's not like when you're working with Chinese factories, you have yeah. to be in the evening because that's when they're emailing and having questions. But for us, I'm like, yeah, dude, like the factories started at like eight or 9am. Also it's on the email. So you can just reply to email at home if you want, just work from home for an hour and then like, and charge me for it. And then, you know, come in an hour later. Like it's no big deal. I'm, so great. I, I just, I hate traffic. So I'm like, just avoid it as well. <laughs> Um, no, I totally get that. <laughs> I check in with the team and then, um, and then normally from Vanessa that, that triggers me as to what I need to do that day. So if it's, Oh, you know, one of our cut into factory says like yesterday was the cut into factory is going to come by with the core dress. Okay. I'm going to drop everything. And as soon as that dress is here, photo it and get it up on the website. So I have to yeah. do the photos, make the listings, do the size charts, like do the weight on the back end, like all of it. And then make the banners, do the social media push, like do all that, which is all computer work which can be done in my house um with the exception of the photo itself so like i'll do that um it changes every day like if it's if it's a day where we're not launching something which is honestly most days um then it's like make sure that i have a couple social media things planned um thank god on instagram you can save drafts so i'm like cool let me build up some drafts on instagram yeah that's so smart post even though instagram has like completely changed their algorithm and i'm getting garbage (laughs) interaction right now but i'm like whatever just as long as sales are happening. Totally. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but like check sales, run payroll, um, pay, pay the bills, plan out new fabrics. Like right now uh, for January, we're trying to plan out for all of 2019, all the stuff we plan to do. So for like all of my cut and sew, I've, I'm trying to make a list of like, okay, for all the new wrap dresses we have, here's the exact colors from all the places we shop from for all the pieces. So that way, when we get close to sampling it, Vanessa already knows where to go to get the fabrics. Cause she's my production coordinator. So perfect. Yeah. So she's like, oh, heavyweight spandex in like I think we're doing one that's like a dark purple and gold for like a Batgirl. Like, okay, she we're gonna we're gonna buy you know five yards of this and three yards of that to sample it and then move forward. Like, it's all organized. So I'm working on organizing again, and then also designing new stuff. So like, I try to take a few hours every few days to like work on a few new ideas because while I certainly have 2019 planned things pop up like, yeah, you know, especially oh, when you're b- basing things off of pop culture, like things happen <laughs> that you didn't expect. And you're like, Oh, all right. We should talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a, there's a Kim Possible movie coming out. I yeah. Should- right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like things pop up. So I, that, or even just like, I get random inspiration from the most random of things. So I'm just like, Oh, I, this one sweater that I saw, Oh, that'd be really cool. Like, I don't know 
I don't even know words right now because no, yeah, no, you're doing great though. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. Like, so yeah, I'm constantly sketching up new ideas. Like even last night I was sketching up new things. Cause I was like, Oh, I, I should do this. I should do these five things. So drawing constantly. And then, um, and then my sweaters are a whole nother business. That's absolute insanity. So I'm constantly having to like figure out how many, how many yarns I need to dye. Like, how do I need to take care of certain styles? Like it's, a whole thing. So I'm just busy. I mean, like, that's CEO stuff like that yeah. makes sense. That's especially, so go through the people that you have in their jobs again, just because oh, I'm curious. Like, yeah. which I have Christina, Christina is my director of strategic initiatives. And so she's doing customer service events, uh, pop-ups, cons. Um, she also is planning out, like she's working on influencer programs and handling a lot of our back end, like HR return policy, like HR stuff, as well as like return policies, customer things. Um, she sometimes will do social media if she does, it's mostly Instagram. Um, cause the Twitter is just so very much me that it's hard to pass that over. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I even made a secondary Twitter account, but I use my main one. Cause I'm just like, this is the one that I like. Cause I'm following yeah. all the people on that one. I don't know how to refollow all the same people and have like the same block lists and stuff to make my Twitter. Yep. It's nice. So, so whatever. Totally. <laughs> uh, you understand. Uh huh. Um, and so, but every now and then she'll hop on the Instagram. She'll do Instagram live streams as well. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of, she's, she's customer and like, and then HR, like relation-y stuff. Um, cool. and then, uh, Vanessa is my pr- production coordinator. And so she is talking with my factories. I'm still like talking to them a lot of the time, but she's interjecting. She's the one coordinating a lot of the stuff of like, Oh, deliveries are going to happen for this piece. Okay. I need to tell Jess to ship it. Like she's doing a lot of coordination stuff there, which is why it's in her name. Um, she's getting fabrics for me. She's also getting like for like, I'm doing a Loki inspired piece. So she was downtown yesterday, getting some zipper options for me, like doing my little sampling trim stuff. Um, so she's doing that. And then she also with Christina is working on all the like, returns because Christina is not in the studio most of the time. She's actually at her house. So Vanessa coordinates with our PO box, getting all the returns back, inspecting them and then passing to Christina like, OK, yeah, you can return order number three, seven, five, zero. Everything's fine. So communication with that. That's so smart. Yeah. And then, um, and then she'll pass it to Jess who then works on getting it back into inventory, all that jazz or into our sample sales. Um, so that's Vanessa's little like part of the world. And then I'm also working on expanding that too. of like, Oh, let's actually also have you doing these. She also specs all the product that comes in, weighs it all, um, does like, you know, inspections as well as just as measurement specs, just anything regarding the product, it tends to be Vanessa. And then Jess is shipping. Um, and she, I want to say that her initial title was like shipping manager, but now it's like, I need to readdress it because she does a million other things. Um, she does shipping anything with inventory is Jess. So she's constantly doing our counts. Um, when things, when we're like, Hey, we sold a dual sweater in medium, but, uh, it's not, you can't ship it. Right. She's like, yeah, we don't have that. I'm like, Oh, cause it was on the site. And she was like, well, cancel that order. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> yep. That's a very important job. <laughs> How did I get on there? I did a count. I said it wasn't there. <laughs> like, yep. uh, but Shopify is my life every day. Oh my God. For so much fun. So, um, she does that. And then she also now is taking on sewing duties. So she'll be doing more and more this year of sewing up, 
um, sample, not samples, but like sewing up like little small runs of like leg warmers or gloves. Um, we have a bunch of damaged fabric that we've been storing. And so she's kind of like, Hey, I don't want to see these bins anymore. How do I I get rid of the bins? And I was like, Oh, by using all the fabric in them. And she's like, challenge accepted Um, (laughs) (laughs) that. And then she also is going to be doing like, like I was saying earlier, like some like customized pieces, but I have to figure out like, how do I make that like a back? How do I make that a listing or how do I charge people for that? Like, how do I want to make that a streamlined process as well? So, yeah. That's so, that's such a great team. Oh my God. That's so awesome. That's not even technically everyone. Cause I still, I have another person, her name's Liz. She's my factory, like liaison technically with my knitwear factory. And she's been with me since the beginning, but she's never really, she's, she's been adamant to like not publicize or talk about her because we used to work together at our previous job and we had both left already, but she was so afraid of them coming after her for some reason. Cause we teamed back up after we had both gone. And, so, and now we're like, I don't care anymore. It's been years and yeah. gone under whatever. So I'm like, Oh, we can talk about it. But she's, she's now just like, no, no, no. I like to stay behind the scenes, but I need to start promoting her more only because she is, she's been part of the team since the beginning and she's amazing. Um, and so she does my sweater. So, so while, so I don't really have to do too much with sweaters in terms of like, I don't have to go to the factory. She's the one going to the factory, but, um, there also is a lot of communication breakdown on that end. So it's like, I have to like figure out how to communicate better with, between her and the factory. But anyways, it's just like, synergy stuff that I need to figure out, but she That's does my idea. sweater stuff. So I pitch my new ideas to her. She takes them to the factories and gets prices, gets turnaround, gets quotes, all that stuff. But it's a, the sweaters are a lot of coordination because it's hard. <laughs> like it yeah, is. And like you said, it's like from like, you're making it up. You're doing the style. You're doing the colors and the I'm making it from scratch, like, which is, yeah. so yeah, so that's, that's the, the team. And then I also have like what my main factory that I work with for cut and sew for my dresses. Um, she also like uh, from my previous job, I, she came to me after she left as well and was like, Hey, you're doing some really cool stuff. Can I like, work with you. So, um, her name's Cindy. She, she does most of my cut and sew stuff. So she's, and, but she's in that part of the team. I do like, she is like a contractor. She runs her factories, but she does all of that for me. It's, it's, but it's, I work with a female team cause yeah, that's awesome. I don't want to hate myself. I agree with that. <laughs> totally understand. <laughs> um, and then I just have like a personal question because I'm yeah. curious. So you said you planned out most of the year, which is Crazy. one, very impressive. And two, like, like obviously you, you know, respond to like things that sell amazingly well or that don't sell, but how do you plan? Like, cause you have a ton of launches. Like, are you like, I want to do a new sweater every blah, blah, blah weeks or like, how do you even plan what you're going to do? So I have learned from doing this, like, and, and you, you have your monthly shirt. Cause that's yeah. at least once a month going to your site. Like you want that. I want that too. I want people to be on my site all the time because if they're on my site, they might see something they didn't notice. They might absolutely they might have an extra 50 bucks. They can throw at something like you never know. So part of it, like I'll get to the planning in a second, but like Christina implemented the start both special like a year ago now, I think a while ago, because she was like, listen, you have a whole clearance section on your site, get rid of it and just make one thing a, spe- a day that goes on that clearance. Oh, and so smart. Like, and then you can also put in like, if you have a stock piece that you want to have on like a flash sale, you can have it on a special that day. So like if you, you know, if there's a piece that we have a bunch of, if Jess is like, Hey, you have a fuck ton of like, get, you know, get these out into the world. <laughs> so it's like, we can do these daily specials, which is really fun. And it like, it, it gets people going to the site every day, it gets them talking about the products of like, Hey, like I have a 
a Facebook group that everyone that like my hardcore fans are a part of that they can ask like, Hey, the Starbucks special today, who else has it? How do you like wearing it? And then they'll say like, Oh yeah, I love that dress. It's great. So it'll help trigger other sales, which is awesome. But also it gets them talking to each other so that you're not just like this random person on the internet, you know, being like shopping, you're actually connecting with other people that have the product or that also want the product or want the thing. So it's really nice. I have that. And that's all because of Christina. She also like runs the Facebook groups. Like that's the one of the other things she does because she has a billion jobs. Um, but the planning is, uh, I personally need people going to the site to buy new stuff, preferably every, like in my mind, every week, I like ideally every week. But in reality, last year we had, we would take like two to three weeks to get a new sample. And so it just, we wouldn't have a lot of sales throughout the week because people are kind of waiting for the next pre-order. My hardcore customers know that like the pre-orders are where it's at because you get yeah. that account. Yes, you got to wait a little bit, but it's kind of like a future present. Like you're sending yourself a present in like two months. It's fine. And I mean, the discount is huge. Like it's a huge motivator. Yeah. And it's because you're like, my customers are financing my business. So like I get calls from like American Express and PayPal, like, yeah, did you know you, we we offer credit options. Like we can give you $50,000 so you can make stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I've got customers. I'll just pre-order it. It's fine. fine. I just need to find like a couple hundred bucks for a sample that's not a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't need your money. Go away. Um, cause I don't need your interest. Instead. I'm I was going to say instead my so customers good. are getting like you're, you're, I'm paying you interest for giving me your money. So I'm giving you something for 40% off that if you had put that 80 bucks in to the bank, I mean, you wouldn't get, you know, 90 bucks back the next month, but in theory you're getting like your, I kind of, am giving you yeah. that, that in, in advance. And I've done that since the beginning. Like I, when I first launched my first mass made piece, I was like, Hey, yo, I don't know if you guys even want this and I don't want to do a Kickstarter. I, I've done one Kickstarter and it failed cause I knew it was going to fail. But I was like, I kind of want to just offer it to you guys directly, like through Etsy. I'm like, Hey, I'll ship this to you in eight weeks. Everyone's used to Etsy stuff taking six to eight weeks. Yeah, and- absolutely. So like who wants it? And then, and that was my badger sweater. Well, I, that was my cut and sew. I, uh, that was my sweater. I think my, my cut and sew first was my fighter dress and my Jedi dress. But I was like, yeah, who wants this? And it took off. I had like 30 orders and I was like, cool, I have to order 50. So done. Like the, the, the orders have covered the fabric and my labor. So now I am balanced back out to zero. So now anything else I make is profit, which can go into the next sample to get made. That's so great too, because then you'll know, like, say you sell two, you're like, okay, no one wants this. Or say you sell 500, then you don't have to do like a bunch of runs. Like you can sort of be, I can do it all at once. So like, that's that's how I've had so many failed ones, not so many, but I had quite a few failed ones where I'm like, Oh, I've pre I've I've sold one. I literally sold one Cape and I was like, never mind, not doing that. Like just refunding their money and moving on. But then for like my badger sweater, which is the first sweater, the second sweater that I did, um, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. I was like, Oh yeah, it's going to be a badger sweater and a big deal. And I posted on Instagram and somebody was like, Oh, you're going to do all the other houses. And I was like, I guess. Sure. So I photoshopped up the other houses of what I thought they would look like, put them all on Etsy and 300 orders later, I was like, like two days and 300 orders later, I go back to like to Liz and I was like, um, so we have 300 orders. And she was like, what do you mean? Like that's, (laughs) no, uh, that's just on the badger. Um, can they do that? (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Could do that. (laughs) Like, and that was in that sweater launched my business truly because that gave me the money to, I mean, I bought that sweater. It's awesome. I love that sweater so much. Um, and, and actually her first comment was, uh, after that was, do we then just send this to China? Cause like, she's like 300 units. That's China. Uh, and I'm like, no, I want to make it here. <laughs> like, 
That's like that's a good so idea. Cool. No, I love, I love that you do that. I, I mean, I understand why everyone who has to do overseas, but it's so, so cool when you find someone who doesn't. Yeah. I mean, for me, it allows me to control it. Cause where I do let like I'm, my employees like have free reign. I also am very controlling in terms of my product. So I'm like, yeah, at the, end of the day, as long as the product is what I need it to be, which is almost always the case. I'm fine. So, and China swaps out fabrics constantly. They, then you say every single person who does that, it sounds like such a mess. I mean, it works, but it sounds, but does it super messy? Yeah. (laughs) You, you, no one that imports can truly confirm that their product is not made, it is made safely and humanely. There's no, like, yeah. Disney requires FAMA approval, which is like a whole licensing, a whole factory approval saying that like, my, uh, we, we don't use children. We don't use like, we don't work over 40 hours a week or whatever. There's a lot of requirements. You have to have certain working conditions, but what a lot of Chinese factories will do is they'll get the FAMA approval and then they'll, they'll sub subcontract out most of the work. So, um, that's not awesome. Yeah. Um, it's not awesome like at all. And so there's literally no way for anyone to know if they're importing that their stuff is actually a hundred percent like humanely made and like ethically made. Um, so, and, and, and I'm assuming for like when H and M does their like sustainable collection, they are couldn't like overseeing that, but that also costs like 20 times more. So yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing that I'm like, I just, it's you literally don't, especially a lot of us that are doing small like clothing businesses. Like we have, like we're not flying to China to oversee it. So you definitely wouldn't know. I was going to say, I'm like, I feel like it makes so much more sense to spend the money doing what you're doing instead of on plane tickets and spending okay. like 12 hours on a plane. That sounds like China, it's like 18 hours. It's spending, yeah, like a whole day on a plane. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a long trip. It's amazing, but it's a long trip. So, um, so yeah, so I like keeping it local, but back to your initial question of, uh, like timelines and stuff. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm getting messages from my, um, so for the, the timelines, so like I was like, I want to get to like, I really want to get to like one sample a week because if we can do one sample a week, that's four samples a month. We've now gotten to where we can pretty consistently get two to three samples a week to week and a half. And so I kind of like lump them into like a launch every few weeks if possible. Um, although I think my star puffs right now would tell you that I'm launching stuff like every other day, which is driving them nuts because they need all of it. But they can't. <laughs> I mean, I do understand. Like I see yeah. all of your stuff and I'm just like, okay, more, more, more. I need all of it. Here, <laughs> just deposit. And, that, and so like right now the problem has been, not problem, but like I... I'm always trying to be conscious of my customers. Like they can't, you only get paid once every two weeks. Most people do like you don't, well, nobody's made of unlimited money. So how can I try to launch things in like smaller collections or like in a, a more affordable manner, which is also why I do the discount. Cause it's like, Hey, like the core dress I just dropped is 40% off the for, Like I just raised the price before we started this chat, but it was 40% off initially. Like, that's a lot of a discount. That helps a lot if you're buying literally everything. So (laughs) we do buy everything and I love them very deeply. Um, but so for planning in my mind, like I want to launch something every few weeks. Ideally, like I also have to work within what my factory can do. And so, well, how many, how many sweaters can they pump out a month? Well, we can probably do around like five to six, five to 10 pieces a month, depending on how many we're ordering and the, the complexity of the piece. So, and one of my knitwear factories only works with me. They, they cut out all outside clients, um, wow. a year and a half ago because I was paying them so consistently and regular, like, and so 
well. Like I didn't argue with them about prices when they would give me quotes. I, if they needed money, if they needed me to pay for a production that wasn't quite done just cause they needed to hit payroll, I would pay them like no questions asked, like just do it. So it, we've gotten a little bit more hard ass with them this year, this past year, because they started delivering some stuff that wasn't right. And I was like, listen, I have to give you a charge back for this, but we'll work with you on it. Um, but in general, like there's like, I don't work the way that other fashion companies work. I'm, I'm more human in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they're more Hufflepuff. Like they're constantly late on delivery, but I now account for that. So like where other companies will get so smart. <laughs> That's very smart of you. Let's work with what we got. And also Hufflepuff. I'm like, I am very patient. So I've, I've tried to like pass friends that want to get into sweaters to like to Liz and to other factories and stuff. And like every time they're just like, Nope, this is not, this is not like at all what we wanted. We wanted like, if you say it's going to be done on this day, it's done on this day. And I was like, Oh, that's cute. Like, yeah. That's, that's yeah, nice that you think anything works like that. <laughs> right. I live in the real world. I say it's going to be done on Friday. It'll be done Monday. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll be done. Oh, yeah. Oops. Well, well, I mean, that's so cool. It, and it, it makes a lot of sense that a factory would just work with you because like you are doing new stuff all the time. So like that there is, is so much yeah. work. And like, they're really small. And so they, they like kind of the challenge that I give them of like, Hey, I want to do, I want to kind of do this like weird Cape thing. Do you think you would be down for it? Like they like that challenge. And they, they also like that. Like I'm, I'm now to the point where I'm building off of my existing stuff. So like we did a shell for the first time, like a sleeveless shell for Comic-Con that did well. So I was like, well, let's, you know, add a turtleneck to it. It's a boat neck. Let's make it a turtleneck. Oh, let's also now add sleeves to it. Like, so we're kind of like building on our, we currently, what existing pieces and then like, changing them slightly. So it's not like it's dramatically different, but it's fun for them to like try out new things. So that's nice. And so I'm planning partially for that. And I'm also planning for like, I literally have a calendar of all the pop culture things that I care about coming up. So for April game of Thrones and celebration we have in July, it's comic-con and Spider-Man. Like we have in May, we have Avengers. Like I put out the movies that I care about, the TV shows that are, that are launching or ending or whatever. And I made a calendar of all that. And I was like, okay, well looking at this calendar, we can probably do, you know, in, we, we were going to make sure that any game of Thrones stuff we want to do needs to come out either on or before April. Like, yep. That's very cool. It. Um, and of course, like, I know I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones and be like, oh my God, I need to make that dress for the latest season. I will probably do that too. And then after the fact, be like, hey guys, do you guys like Khaleesi's dress? Because I made it. Like, yep. <laughs> I love it. So I'll do that. But um, but at least like for the stuff that I can plan, because I don't have style guides. I don't have any assets from these companies. Like, I'm, I'm working blind. So yeah. here's what I can do right now. Um, and I know like Halloween is kind of a big season for all of us because we're all geeks and we all like to dress up so like hey what if i do some special stuff for halloween this year that's like well what's halloween nerd stuff well we got hocus pocus we've got you know nightmare before christmas we've got like enough of a nerd culture love of certain things that we can make them happen like i have i have an elf thing planned that i'm really excited about and actually my cut and sew factory and vanessa are both hella hyped about an elf piece (laughs) that like so just i'm like well that's gonna be around christmas time because that's a christmas piece so I'm planning more this year, which is helping everyone get on board with me, which is great. But it's all, and then so it's that, and it's figuring out what, what can the factory handle? What can we monetarily handle? Cause I can't sample 50 things in a month. Cause Absolutely, I know the yeah. afford all that. Um, and then also convention. So like for Comic-Con after this past Comic-Con, I learned like, Hey, don't launch all new stuff at Comic-Con, bring a few existing pieces that people love and then bring a few new pieces that are exclusive and then bring a few pieces that are launching, but we'll go onto the site after. 
So we're doing that for Comic-Con and for League Geeks. Those are our two conventions this year. Um, Because I don't like doing conventions. They're so expensive. Like They definitely are. And so much work. So much work. And where you often are doing your your own shows, like you've sent people here and there, but like, like you're the one going to a lot of the places. Like I now with a baby definitely can't. Cause I'm no, like, oh, that's I'm insane. <laughs> yeah. You're doing everything, but that's crazy. Right. So I have to send Christina and then I also have to send a team. Cause like I, I get so jealous seeing like you're where you're just like, Oh yeah, I just FedEx a few boxes over of shirts. I'm like, what the hell? Like I know when you have to build like a fitting room and have yeah. people like showing everyone how to wear everything, it adds so much expense. Exactly. So, and it's weight. Like my my Absolutely. five pounds. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that is huge. <laughs> like, yeah. that'd be a seven hundred pound box. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's like I have a, just so much more like obstacles to deal with in terms of ve- vendor vending. So I don't vend that much. Um, but so we're planning Comic Con and Leaky. They're both going to have some exclusives. They're going to have some special things that I'm really excited about. And then you know. As I, I don't know if you have this as much, but like I have minimums I have to hit. So if I'm going to yeah. make then I have to make at least 50 to 100 of it, depending on the style. So if I'm going to have an exclusive at Comic-Con, is it something that's, that I can sell 50 of? Or am I going to have to like do a couple colors of it? Like what are the obstacles around it? So like my capes are all one size. So most factories are willing to make that like, like make like 20 or 30 of them. Like they don't, that's nothing. That's nice. But when I have a sized item, like a shell or a dress, now I have seven sizes generally. So they won't do 20 of that because that's only like two a size. Like they're like, no, it's a sample. So they, they, that's why I have like a 50 to a hundred piece minimum, depending on how many sizes I order and all sorts of stuff. So do I, can I break it up across a color? Should I like, I have to be really careful about what I say and do. Cause I also really hate when people say something's an exclusive for Comic-Con and then it's just available on their website year round after that. Like, yeah. That's no. not an exclusive <laughs> or you have to say like exclusively yeah. launching, but then we'll be available. Like, like we have words for a reason. Exclusive yeah. you can only yes. get it there. So yep. <laughs> I am very picky. Like it just, it's because like, I think my husband waited in line one year for an exclusive at Comic-Con that then like was being sold at Hot Topic like a week later. Yeah, it feels so scammy. You're like, I I was so pissed. I was like, you couldn't go with me to breakfast because you had to immediately hop in line at like 9 a.m. Like you missed out on an experience to, to be in line. Yeah. Bought later. So that's where it gets me. Especially because like Comic-Con's so busy. Like, Nah, hard pass. No, that could be one of the two things you do in a day is like wait for an exclusive. So, and then it's just online later, I guess with like a different sticker because now it doesn't have the hologram right. sticker, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all that drives me nuts. But, um, but yeah, so I have to plan out that stuff. And, um, and then also like I launched so much of a Comic Con this past year. And like it, I, I realized like people don't want, like, they, I don't need to have six dress options at Comic Con. I need like two dresses, like, cause they're more expensive. So I need like some, like a few higher end pieces, but a lot of like cheaper things. I had so many people walk up to my booth, like, uh, $60 for a sweater. And I was like, oh, I could give you the spiel of like, we're made in LA. We make in small runs. Like I could give you the explanation as to why we cost what we cost, but you don't care. Cause you just want a cheap hot topic sweater. So like, yeah, it's I hard do. when it's new customers or new fans. Yeah. Cause you're like, you don't get it yet. Okay. Get it. So I'm trying to find like one piece I can bring to Comic-Con that is just like hella cheap that like oh, that's smart. customers would, would, would be sold on, but like we don't sell things at that price normally. So I'm also working on that. Like, all that fun stuff. And then I'm like, Oh, we also should do like 
um, like scavenger hunts at Comic Con. Like, and that's where Christine and I just like bounce ideas. Oh, yeah. Like, do these other things. So, like, I really want to do scavenger hunts to inspire people to find the other small businesses. So, it's like, like ideally, like, oh, yeah, go to us and then go to find Jordan Danae and find, um, you know, Volante Design. Like, find all these small businesses that really focus on like hand or like small crafted product. And yeah, go, go check out the, check them out and post a picture on social with them. And then also come back to us and show us and we'll give you 20% off your purchase. Like that's so yeah. awesome. I love so, that idea. Yeah. It's my, it's my marketing background. Cause I have a marketing degree. So I try now and then to use it. <laughs> I mean, it shows, Not um, no. it shows that you know what you're doing. <laughs> Um, so that's where you'll be in person this year, but where can people find you online who want to check out everything that's like, where's the place that people should definitely follow you if they want to see like all the new stuff, pretty much Instagram. And they should either turn notifications on or actually visit our profile consistently because Instagram loves to throttle. I mean, I hit the threshold where they want me to pay for every post and I'm like, Oh yeah, no. Yep. (laughs) Hard pass. So do that. Um, we also, when we live stream, we tend to live stream on Instagram over anything else because Facebook doesn't let you play music in the background, which is creepy. Right. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, because it's all copyright infringement. And I'm like, dude, it's the quietest room. I just wanted to not be awkward while I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Me talking to my laptop like a crazy person. Yeah. Please. So Instagram is the place to be. Um, I also am on, we're on Twitter and Facebook and everything is Elhoffer Design. Um, E-L-H-O-F-F-E-R and then design. And that's my last name. That's the other question I always get from people is why do you call it Elhoffer? Like, what is that? And I'm like, it's (laughs) fun fact just like yours is your name <laughs> i was gonna say i love that question you're like it's just my name like, it's not. <laughs> nothing special um yep. and then lhofferdesign.com is my website and that's also where the action's at because inevitably if you're gonna buy something it's gonna be on the website so that's so awesome dude thank you so much for talking to me today i love <laughs> hearing about small businesses and how i mean i don't even know if you're i guess you're a small business but yeah. you're like a big business. Really, I'm a small business. I love it. I love (laughs) it. Under like what, 20 employees is a small business and I've got five, four, four or five. That still feels so big to me. (laughs) I guess it's because you're doing so much stuff. Like it seems like it can't be done by... Yeah, no, we, we did crazy sales this past year. Like we, we over exceeded my expectations for sales goals. So like we're definitely expanding quickly, but it's just like, you can really only find us at our store or at like a couple boutiques across the country. We don't have a lot of wholesale, which is, that's where businesses really take off. So that's where like, I need to work this year. Part of my goal is to work on getting more wholesale business. Cause that's, um, that's where the, apparently the money's at. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds awesome though. That's exciting. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people will be able to see you in like stores everywhere coming soon. That's awesome. That's the goal. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'll see you online or I mean, I'll see you online, but also in person at uh, those events. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And everyone check out Alfred Designs. They are amazing. And I have honestly like almost one of every style of everything. (laughs) It's so great. (laughs) Um, and if you enjoy this episode and you want to tell a friend who's interested in like nerdy fashion or behind the scenes of nerdy fashion, um, you can share the link and check out our show notes. We'll have photos of really cool Elhoffer products and, um, check out our Patreon and leave us a review if you want to help support Sartorial Geek. Have a great week, everyone. Stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.